everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. I'm sitting here with my wife, Ashley, and we're just excited about uh, the material we're going over today. Absolutely. Good afternoon. It's good to be here. We're talking about just living our, our life and our health in a way that aligns itself with what God actually intended for us. So um, if you're not a religious person, you can still listen. It's going to be a great show on health, but we really believe that it's hard to deny that if you're looking at just how intelligent our bodies are and looking at the design, um, you know, even Darwin was quoted uh, that when you look at something as intricate as the human eye, it's impossible to not, you know, acknowledge that there's a creator. And, Absolutely. you know, I heard Tony Robbins just a few weeks ago when I was at his business mastery seminar said it would be the equivalent of taking a, um, you know, a, a Scrabble board and throwing it at the wall and coming up with the Encyclopedia Britannica or the Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> like that's how right. that's how intelligently designed we are. So if that's the case and we have that intelligent design, then how do we take care of it? You know, we didn't necessarily come with a manual. Right, right. And so we want to talk a little bit about the why, um, you know, the why and the what and the, and the how of, you know, taking care of our bodies and what are some of the key factors we need to really be looking at and what's the why and the driving force behind those. That's so brilliant. You know, I think put, put in simplest terms, um, creation begs a creator. I mean, I mean, it's a really like it's just such a simple way to put it. But when you look at the intricacies and exactly what you were talking about with the human eye, when you look at the intricacies of your body, when you when you start to to move from this. Now, we've talked about these terms before. When you start to move from the idea of a mechanistic lifestyle, when you move away from and when we talk about mechanism and health, we're, we're looking at um, we're looking at parts. We're looking at if you've ever it's a um, pa- it's a patch. It's a patch and fix model, right? Patch it's, and fix model. Yep. It's the dr- drugs and surgery it's the uh in order to get more healthy in a mechanistic model it assumes you're already not healthy therefore better health looks like swallowing toxic chemicals and better health looks like cutting out body parts because you're already that unhealthy. And in that mechanistic model, that's where we get something like John Hopkins Medical School. Um, Dr. Paul Stoley, MD, says that 95% of all patients who seek help for a cold get drugs for it. That's a, that's in a mechanistic model because they're looking, they're literally just saying, oh, it's a cold. Okay, here's drugs. And they're not looking at what your body's doing. Like, why, why is it fighting off? What's the environment? What's happening inside of you? We're not, we're not taking the, the vitalistic approach. And so what we're talking about is a vitalistic approach. It's a completely different pathway. In a vitalistic model, we're looking at the idea that our bodies are intelligent, that they're designed to heal that they actually have everything they need to be healthy and that there are times when we don't feel good or something's going on, but that's actually a symptom of our body doing the right thing at the right time. And we should be working with the body, not against the body. Uh, Charles Schultz says, quote, I love in this, hopefully we'll set up what we're talking about today is he said, life is like a 10 speed bike. Most of us have gears we've never even used. (laughs) And, And so the reality is that, you know, we we have there's greater health out there, right? Um, you know Romans twelve one says, brothers and sisters, God has shown you His mercy. So I'm asking you to offer up your bodies to Him while you're still alive. Your bodies are a holy sacrifice that's pleasing, and when you offer your bodies to God, you're worshiping Him. And uh, so I, I just I love the idea that there's so much more to be done. That we have so much more potential. If you look at you know athletes are I guess one example of this. When you look at the the capabilities that they have, like the the things that they can do with their bodies, right? Right, right. And then you look at the stories of people overcoming 
um, you know, the the Marcus Luttrell stories and these these stories of, you know, uh, warriors and, and soldiers. Or you look at stories of people overcoming in their health, um, battling right battling through diseases and ending up healthy on the other side or uh, the out, the, the overcoming stories of like uh, Nick. Um, I can't remember his name. The guy that has literally no limbs, no arms, yes. and no legs. Yet yeah. You, there's pictures of him surfing and all these amazing things. Yes. When you look at these stories and you realize like what we're actually capable of, I think that we can all attest to the fact that we're living kind of below our, our potential. Right. And I think a big reason for that is because we're living below our potential when it comes to our health. So do we actually have the energy? Do we have the stamina? Do we have the, um, the focus? Do we have the, the feeling of, you know, I can do more because this vehicle that I've been given is capable. That right. Not only is it capable, but I, I trust it and I, and I believe that it has the capacity to do more. Um, am, am I fueling it right? Right. Am I training it properly? You know, how am I actually taking care of myself? Right, right. You know, and it's so interesting because if your vehicle, like if your health is there, if your vehicle is working, it's the same principle that we used to talk about um, when I owned my CrossFit gym for eight years. We would say we make better machines. We're not we're not going into the specificity of your sport. We're not training you technically on how to be a better basketball player, golfer, uh, football player, swimmer, whatever whatever your sport is. But we're training we're training that engine inside of you to be able to perform better. And this is the same concept that we're talking about. We're talking about are you healthy or are you sick? And if you're sick, if you're not healthy, then whatever it is that you're put on this earth to do, you're not performing it to its to to the best capabilities that you can. You're not you're not having the output that you possibly can. If if God puts you on this earth to um maybe you're a pastor or maybe you're um maybe you're a teacher, maybe you work with kids, maybe you know, there's so many professions out there and are you healthy enough to work at your full capacity inside of your profession or inside of the calling that you have? And if you're not healthy then you're not there. You're not able to do it. Yep. The converse is true. You know, we talk about the word so in scripture um the 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 word the root words for genesis. It's really interesting that uh when when God met when Jesus met um the 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 individual uh, by the pool, he said, do you wish to get well? And that word get well comes from the word Genesis. Who is, I think it's who, yes, it was, is how you pronounce it. And it means a new beginning, a new whole beginning. So I guess one of the questions that we always like ask our patients, we don't get scripture or biblical on them, <laughs> but is it, are you looking to get whole again? Do you want to, do you want to get, uh, you want restoration? Are you looking for a new beginning? Are you looking for regeneration? Are you looking for getting your health back? You want to be made new. If that's the case, then it takes a, a different course of action. You have to abandon the, the road that you're already headed down. Right. You have to literally turn around and go a different way. And then we talk about this. We A few weeks ago, we did a show talking about the way, showing people a new way. Right. And so that's what we want to talk about is what does that way look like? If it's possible... And I want you to ask yourself this question. Is there a possibility that you could be living out greater health? Is mm. there a possibility that di that diagnosis you've been given, that it's simply a result of things that you've previously done? Right. Is there a possibility that maybe part of it, whether it's out of ignorance or out of choices, is your fault? Is there a possibility that there's better in store for you? And if the answer to that is, yeah, it's possible, then my question then becomes, what does it look like if you keep going the same way versus what does it look like if you decide to turn that around? And that's what we do is help people turn that around. 
So if you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do that is 513-777-7575. That's our office number. The other way to do that is by going on drryanlive.com. You can schedule an appointment right there. There's a widget to do that. Or you can check out our office website at alignhealthcenter.com. Over the next 45 minutes, we're going to be talking about really what it takes to be well and live that um, abundant life and abundant health. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health without dangerous drugs and surgery. And we want you to live to your fullest God-given potential. And that's what we're talking about today. Right, right. What, what does that look like? What is what is what is the 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 potential look like, Ash? Yeah, you know, I always have this picture, and it's it's interesting because I think that uh, like I have this picture of Jacqueline Lane in my head. Like, why aren't we all ninety something years old being able to like swim with carrying rowboats behind us? Like, why aren't we? Like, what what is the differentiating factor between living health abundantly? Like that, you know, like you see, you see older people walking around these days, right? And and some of them look spry and agile. Um, you know, my mom's chiropractor, Doctor H R Reaver, played tennis into his nineties, was still playing tennis um, when he passed away. So why was why was he able to stay active? Why are there females that are able to stay active into their eighties and nineties? And then why do some people look sick and hunched over. And- I'm glad you brought him up. So here's a couple couple facts about Jack Lane. Number one, most people don't realize this. He was a doctor. Right. And he was specifically a chiropractor. Yes. And he also, I love that he used to say, one of his famous quotes he used to say all the time was, if God didn't make it, I won't eat it. That's amazing. And I remember him always saying, you have to use your body. Every day you have to use your body. You have to train it because by default, it's getting weaker every day. And you have to train it to stay strong. And so those three concepts, the fact that he understood chiropractic care, that he only ate things that he acknowledged were, uh, you know, God, God made for his body. Right. And the fact that he believed you had to use your body every day in a way that made it stronger because the natural default was for it to get weaker. Like that right there shows you the secret that he had. Yeah. And, and really what we're talking about, and this is part of the reason we named our practice Align, Align Chiropractic, is because it's about living in alignment with universal principles, living in alignment with God intended principles, living our lives in such a way that we're aligning ourselves with what the creator intended, that he put certain things on this earth for us to eat. Like it's pretty simple. Look around. They grow on trees. You eat animals, like watch what they're eating. Right, right. Uh, eat, eat, eat animals that are eating what they're supposed to be eating. Yes. Um, follow an alignment. Now what that looks like when you get out of alignment is so the first step is you're raising animals in such a way that they're not even eating what they're intended to eat anymore. So right. instead of eating grass, now they're being force-fed grains or, you know, the whole story about the Skittles truck being dumped over on its way to a food lot and, you know, covering the highway in Skittles, that that's literally what your your <clears throat> food is eating. Right. And so that's way out of alignment. But take it even a step further. Now we're eating, you know, stuff that comes in packages that has, you know, 100, 130 ingredients on it. You know, I, I think everyone knows you always use the example like apple good, Twinkie bad, but Twinkie still sells a 
crap load of Twinkies every year, you know? <laughs> and so look at the right. back of a package of a Twinkie. Try to uh, pronounce what's even on there. Right. And I think that you'll get that eerie feeling that it's not in alignment. It's yes. not in alignment with health. It's not in alignment with universal principles. Most people know that, like, if you just ate a standard diet of Twinkies, you know, uh, just a diet of Twinkies, it's going to result in disease. So why is it that we do this with ourselves and, and little decisions where we constantly are aligning ourselves <clears throat> in a way that's not going to produce health? Right. Why do we go two weeks without ever actually sweating for any other reason than the fact we're out of shape and just climbed a couple of stairs. Like, <laughs> right, why aren't right. we forcing ourselves right. to use our bodies in ways where we're growing them? And and I think that, that if we look at those decisions, if we look at those everyday small decisions as tiny little votes, right? Like like you get a you get to vote every single day with what you do concept. what you what you decide to drink in the morning, what you decide if you decide to drink half your body weight in ounces all day long, what you decide to eat for breakfast, for lunch and for dinner, if you're intermittent fasting or not. Um, that's an interesting concept uh, that we can go that we can go further into or you can google look up intermittent fasting you're voting every single day do you decide to wake up in the morning and just put gym clothes on and walk right into a workout whether it's in your house or get in the car and drive to a gym just immediately when you wake up in the morning just to make it easier and establish that habit you're voting every single day with your decisions and at the end of a week or at the end of a month or at the end of a year you get to tally those votes and you get to see what you actually voted for in your life. What what were the what were the 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 um when you add up when you tally the decisions that you made every single day in your life, your current state of health yeah, is it just winning? a lagging indicator of the decisions that you've made in the past week, in the past month, in the past year, in the past 2 years. And listen, it feels so much better to abdicate your responsibility of health to a physician or to a insurance pharmaceutical, company. to an insurance company, to, 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 a, to a pharmaceutical company who's going to say, you know what, you don't have to change your behavior at all. You can keep doing the things that you're doing. You can keep making the choices that you want to make. You can keep not exercising, eating whatever you want to make, eating whatever you want to eat. And here's a prescription and we're going to fix your health for you. You it's can funny. abdicate. But, but here's the fact. There is no free biological lunch. There isn't. No. You can't abdicate those responsibilities. No. You can't take a pharmaceutical like and a still do what you want to do. I, I, I'm going to just be completely honest with, with our listeners for a second. We woke up this morning and uh, we're getting ready and our kids um, were already up and, and playing around and they were eating, it's called pirate booty. Right, um, right. And so it's basically cheese puffs, but or, an organic non-GMO version oh, of a cheese Lord. puff. And they both got yelled at for you know making for starting a their day. Starting but, their day. But with the that, reason right. I'm bringing this up isn't to out our kids. Is to we grew up our whole lives like wanting to make our own decisions, right? Like you're a kid and you're like, when I grow up, I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. Right. And so you grow up and you have the first what you know 18 years of your life where you're like, when I when I grow up, I'm not gonna listen <laughs> right. to X, Y, and Z. Right. I'm right. gonna be able to eat cheese puffs in the morning if I want to, <laughs> right. and I'm gonna right. do whatever I want to do. But the funny thing is that you look at adulthood and you look at people who are obviously making the wrong decisions. Right. And I'm, I'm not talking about looking at people and judging them. I'm just saying you can look around and see it pretty sure. plainly because like you said, you're not escaping your decisions. You're not. Even if, it may sh it, even if it's not showing up in your weight, it shows up in your skin. It shows up in your energy. It shows up in your eventually in your health and your diagnoses. It's going to show up. 
And so you're not escaping it because you can't pawn that off to somebody else. And so if you're the type that you're literally like a little kid walking around as an adult, like I'm going to live life the way I want to live it and I'm going to eat the what I want to eat and I'm going to do the things I want to do, even if that's not your external dialogue. Maybe that's kind of what's, you know, innately or not innately, but uh, subconsciously like ruling your thoughts. Right. It's like, you know, I should be able to do the things I want to do. I shouldn't have to, you know, eat uh, like a rabbit my whole life and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, Then the reality is life is going to look very different. Right. And being the one who shirks the responsibility and not taking it on. You're living the lesser than life. Absolutely. The only way to live that greater life is to take responsibility for your health. And so I look at the people who I look at and I go, dang, I want to be like that person. Every single time I ever think that, every single time I ever look at someone and think, that's what I want when I'm older, it's somebody who is taking responsibility over their fitness. They're 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 moving all the time. It's somebody who has a positive outlook on life. They're they're always smiling, they're always happy. It's Absolutely. somebody who's you know, eaten fairly well most of their life. They never, they never um, develop bad habits in that arena. And so I think if you're really honest with yourselves, if, if you don't have someone you look up to, if you don't have someone that you're modeling your life after, then I think that it's about time that you, you do that. Because by just, you know, just going out there and trying to do it on your own, it's like trying to throw a dart at a target, but you're blindfolded and you have no idea where the target is. Oh my gosh, right. Or, or right. better yet, you've never established that there even is a target. Exactly. And so I think that if we're really going to be honest and we really want the best health, one of the first things you need to do is model it after something or someone. Yes. And look for someone who you either look up to or respect in that environment and you know design your um, life around them. Um, Man, as you were talking, I thought of a patient the other day who she has Lyme disease and she was telling me, you know, I, I'm doing all these things to get my health back and I really believe eventually I will. But every time I do something, something else gets stirred up in my health and then I have to fix this problem. And I'm doing this and she's like, I'm eating so well and I exercise every day and I right. do all these things right. She feels like she's putting out fires. And well, and her biggest thing was she was like, and I just, I'm just kind of exhausted by it. Right. And I asked her, I said, you know what's the goal? And she said, I just want to get back to my normal life. I'm like, Oh, you mean the one where you get to eat crap every now and then and you don't have to exercise regularly. And you get to, I said, maybe it's just a mindset shift. Maybe you think that life's supposed to be this thing where, you know, you get to, you know, live a life of self-sabotage and enjoy it and not pay the health consequences. Maybe you just need to learn to enjoy being this person and enjoy being the one who exercises every day and enjoy being the person who eats well and learn to to enjoy the benefits rather than looking at what you're trying to overcome. Wow. That, that, that was such good advice. Well, let's talk more about that when we get back. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. And that's what we're talking about today is really what does it look like to align ourselves and our health with what our creator or God or uh, if you're not a religious person, what the universe has intended for you. Because I think I think you can even acknowledge, even if you're not a religious person, that the universe favors us following universal laws. Right. That right. you you can't um, 
you know, you can't jump. If I jumped out the window right now in the studio, I'm not going to fall up. That's, right? that's that's fair. That's very fair. There are universal laws, hence the name universal laws. Yeah. They just are what they are, they even govern, if we want to argue us. them. Right. They govern us. They, um, you know, I, you know, I, I, we could use these. This, the sun doesn't rise in the west and set in the east. The, you know, there's 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 order to things right. and there's structure to it. And so, even with our health, we have to align ourselves with what the earth, the universe, what God's intention was, right. what what um, what our Creator's intention was, and we have to align ourselves with that. And what is it about us that always wants to fight that? I mean, do That's you feel human like nature. human nature? Do you feel like we live in a time right now where nobody wants to even acknowledge that there is such a thing as universal laws? I like we want to say think, that there are none. I think if we're really honest with ourselves, that everyone in history has always lived in a time where they want to deny that. Like we can we can look back and you know even though there's like uh, philosophical greats and religious greats or spiritual gurus throughout history. Sure. Throughout history, there's been more of man wanting to do it his own way. Right, right. There's been more of of us wanting to, um, you know, reject the idea of having to follow any any ideas or laws. In, in fact, in some ways, I think it's actually created ingenuity. Like, you know, if men just ga- gave in to the idea that, that gravity is what it is, we may never have airplanes. So I sure. think there's a little bit of our human character that serves us good being a little bit um, defiant to right, some degree. Right, right. Because I think it helps us to learn when we test where the limits and the boundaries are. Right. And what they're there for. So I think with our own health, we've been doing that. We've been testing the limits of the boundaries now for 100 years with something called pharmaceuticals. Yes. And what we're realizing is they're mostly junk. That's... That, that they do at times, in certain instances, save a life. But we're actually killing about a million people a year through current medical intervention. If you want the stats on that, uh, death, uh, sorry, Gary Knoll's report called Death by Medicine. Yes. You should look into that because what that report showed was that more people die every year than are saved by medicine, by medical practice. That roughly 200,000 people die every single year just from taking their medications as properly prescribed. That's, that's Now, what we're not telling you to do is run to your medicine cabinet and throw everything out, but what we are telling you to do is demand that your doctor work with you at getting off your medications. And, and you know, I think that we talked about this. We talked about this in a couple shows ago. So if you want to hear the podcast, go on to iTunes, um, check out Align Your Health or go to DrRyanLive.com and you can check out our archive shows there. But a few weeks ago, we talked about exactly this, that 75 percent of any of those who asked their doctors to stop taking a medication were able to at least reduce by one medication and many way more than that. Multiple, multiple, multiples. We share an example in our show of a patient who was able to... Yeah, so it was one of my patients who got off of a bunch of her medications. So then she was visiting her mom and realized her mom was on 19 medications. And so she simply did a bunch of research on, you know, uh, interactions between drugs, et cetera, which ones were necessary, which ones weren't. She goes to the doctor, shows the doctor all the research she had done on her mom's medications and said, we're not leaving here until you get her off any of the medications that are unnecessary. She left on, I think she left on like less than seven medications from 19. That's crazy. And she's currently only on, I think, one or two um, as of right now. And so the problem is when we're taking this passive role, when um, when we're health 
pacifists right. and were you know going in <clears throat> not wanting to make waves and not wanting to create any uh, controversy with our doctor and we lay down at the hands and the altar of modern medicine then we have to really look at what are the outcomes. I don't know if you guys know this, but out of the industrialized countries in the world, the 43 countries that are ranked by health every single you know year or every few years by the World Health Organization, every time they do this and they rank all the countries by health, we literally are at the very, very bottom of the list in terms of health outcomes. We spend the most money. We, ha- we take the most drugs. We have the most people on an, under insurance. We have, like, we actually have... You know, as as much as the the health issue, the insurance issue, we think is a problem, like uninsured or whatever. That's not the problem. The problem is that the insured are the least healthy people in the world, exactly, in our country. And so, if if we really wanted it to change, we would look at who cares who's paying for it. We should be caring more of the fact that it's killing us. Absolutely. And uh, so going back to that story, I want to revisit that one for a second. We were talking about a patient of mine who came the other day. She has Lyme disease. Lyme disease is something that you can't overcome. It's very challenging. Right. Um, You know, it's got some autoimmune factors to it. It's definitely got some neurological factors to it. Um, I've never met a person with Lyme disease who didn't have a really messed up cervical curve, meaning neck curvature. Never met one. Um, so these people were susceptible to getting sick and Lyme just happened to be the, the, the vehicle. And, uh, so she comes in and her neck's a mess, her health's a mess. She's been doing all the natural things and she realizes her nervous system is the one thing she hasn't addressed to this degree yet. And so we're working with her, but she made this comment about how, you know, I just can't wait until I beat this so that I can go back to living life like normally again. I'm like, what did, what did normal life look like? She's like, I don't know. I'm just so strict on my diet. And I exercise every day and I do this and it just feels like I'm living my whole life for this purpose. And I'm like, well, what purpose would you rather be living life for? She's like, I don't know. And I think the word, it was enjoyment. Right. And so I said, so you're doing a bunch of things that you don't find enjoyable. So what would be enjoyable? And she's like getting to eat, you know, something I actually enjoy now and then. And I mean, does that, so is that healthy or unhealthy? She's like. Well, I would like to take a break from having to be so strict with my health every now and then. I'm like, so you're saying you'd like to eat some junk every now and then. Okay. Right. Uh, what else would you like to take a break from? Well, I'd like to take a break from having to like be so you know, religious about my exercise regimen every day. And I'm like, it's funny because go back to the Jack LaLanne example. Right, right. Like Jack LaLanne loved living a life of fitness. He loved living a life of nutrition. He loved living a life of teaching other people and being positive. He loved being a mentor to people. He loved being accountable right. to his actions and his decisions. You know, I was at Tony Robbins. I look at Tony Robbins. You want to talk about someone who's got their health dialed in. Tony Robbins has a morning routine that uh, rivals Olympic athletes. Right. He gets up at five in the morning. He does a cold water plunge. He only eats foods that are going to feed his energy in his body. He takes his supplements. He goes and jumps on his rebounder. He does his incantations. Like this guy's life is, but his purpose is bigger because like at Business Mastery, which is his smallest course, there was over 3,000 people there who were all paying five to $10,000 to be in a room soaking up what he has because, but the thing that he has, like you can't teach someone to live for a higher purpose of wanting to take care of themselves better so that they can be better for other people. Right, right. And I think that's what it comes down to is what is your why? What is your big why? What is your big why in your health? 
What is your big why in your, you know, honestly, what's your big why in your finances? What's your big why in your relationships? What's your big why? What are you doing it for? Right. And if it's this low level idea of, I just want to feel good. I just want, I, I just want to, I, you know, I mean, if your goal is just not to get divorced, you're probably right. not going to have an amazing marriage. If your goal is just not to file bankruptcy, right. you're probably not going to have amazing finances. And if your goal is just not to get sick, right. you're probably not going to have amazing health. Right, right. Or if your goal is just to stay out of pain, right, just to stay out of pain. And pain might look like, you know, exercising every day to you. Pain might look like, you know, eating healthy food every day to you. That might feel painful for some people in the wrong mindset. And it's really a shift of mindset. I don't ever look at a single food and think, oh, I can't have that. I look at a sing- I look at every single food that um, would be detrimental to my health and think not in this body. I remember you saying the shift for you was um, going from I, I want that but can't have it to I can have that but don't want it. Exactly. I can have that but don't want it. This feels the, nothing – tastes as good as this feels as health feels. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember we had two friends who used to, they were twins. They used to say not in this body. Not all in the this time. body. That rubbed off. I love that. Uh, so you, you guys want to go out for pizza? Not in this body. Not in this body. Um, and it was just a, it was a, it was a declaration of who we were. So if you're loving this so far, stay with us. We got some more coming up. You're listening to align your health on 55 KRC the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55 KRC, the talk station. I love that song. I feel glorious. That's right. You know, I, and I think that's that's really what everybody wants. They want to feel good, look good, you know, be healthy. Nobody wants to be um, in a nursing home. Nobody wants to be, uh, you know, on chemotherapy, no. just wasting away their life. But the reality is, the flip side of it is, nobody also wants like to to dial it in and live that like very dedicated, very um, committed you know, committed life. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. When you put a Google Calendar in front of me, I start to like kind of shake because <laughs> I don't like the idea of my my schedule being that um, scheduled. I don't. Right. I like to have some freedom. Right. And right. I think that's the problem. You know, when it comes to food, right, finances exercise, you know, relationships, right. time is that people want freedom. Right. And I think that, that that's the biggest illusion because all the freedom comes from being disciplined. Yes. Like being disciplined, like when you're, when you're overweight, dramatically overweight, that doesn't allow you a lot of freedom. Nope. You look at somebody who's in really great shape that affords them the ability to, with their bodies, be able to do so many more things. Right, right. You look at someone who is very dialed in with their nutrition, their health is freedom. Their health is freedom. And it's freedom for a very long time. We're not thinking about the But you the look at the opposite game. of that. You look at somebody who's done it wrong for right. you know the first 20 years of their life. They could have potentially, even if they try to turn it around, it may take them a very long time to turn it around. And their health may already be bad, which isn't allowing them a lot of freedom in their health. Right. Right. And so if you look at, I think at the, the, the idea of freedom being, it's an illusion that discipline equals freedom, that discipline is where it's at. That's where the, that's where the recipe is. And so I think we have to really focus on how do we, how do we get more discipline in our lifestyles without it feeling like discipline, without it feeling like, you know, it's taking away from our lives. How do we make it feel like it's adding to, right. and I think that's where, you know, 
I, I, I literally look at it like it's the multiplication factor that when you yes. get your nutrition dialed in and then your exercise dialed in and you're getting adjusted and you're avoiding toxicity through, you know, the products you use and the stuff like everything's a multiple of the other. It's not addition at this point. Right. It's not like I'm doing this plus this plus this. And then this is the outcome. It's like this times this times this times this. And the outcome's so much greater. It's almost like compound interest. And so, yeah, yeah. Or that example that Tony Robbins gave it was so awesome, playing uh, golf for 10 cents a hole but doubling it every hole. Right. Uh, listen to this one. You ready? You start off 10 cents the first hole, 20 cents the second hole, you know, 40 cents. By the time you're done with 18 holes of golf, you're at $13,000. So if I told you, hey, let's play 10 cents a hole and double it every hole, most people wouldn't even do the math. They'd be like, oh, that doesn't sound too bad. Right. Because in our minds, we can't even conceptualize what double looks like. We don't even understand multiple, you know, mul- multiple factors. In, right. In terms of, right. Uh, you know, a million seconds ago was like, I think it was like a couple of years ago, whatever it was. Right. You go, uh, a, a, you know, a billion seconds ago puts you back like in the early 1900s. And then a trillion seconds ago, cavemen weren't even around. That's so crazy. Like, we don't even understand multiples of numbers. Right. So when we talk about how this is a multiplying factor in your health, then when you get your nutrition dialed in right. and then you start exercising the right way regularly. So for right. us, we try to simplify this in our, <clears throat> in our um, teachings with our patients, there's only two nutrition plans. Right. Right. So what are they? It has to be simple. Core plan and advanced plan. So core plan is the nutrition plan everyone should be on, period. Right. And the core plan doesn't allow for Twinkies. It doesn't allow for junk. And it and it's never to say um, it's never to say that you you don't ever uh, have a have a moment of weakness, right? Uh, I love this Ralph Waldo Emerson quote where he says, our greatest glory is, is not in never failing, but in rising up every time we fall. So when someone's on the core plan and then they have something that's not core plan, it's not about that. It's about what are you anchored to? Right. 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 Albert Einstein said, it's not that I'm smart. It's just that I'm willing to stay with problems longer. And that's so, the, so good. The idea of like how, so good. how long can you stay with that core plan and keep going even even and not letting those little hiccups deter you. The advanced plan is what anybody with a active disease disorder condition diagnosis uh, on a medication should be on. So all the difference, the only difference between the core plan and the advanced plan is the advanced plan allows for less grains and less fruits basically. Right, right. You know, and then the the core plan, the basic premises of the core plan are replacing bad fats with good ones, replacing bad proteins with good ones and replacing bad carbohydrates with good ones. You still, you're not cutting out carbs. You're not cutting out protein. You're not cutting out fat. You're eating lots of carbs, lots of protein, lots of fat, but you're eating them all from sources that God intended us to be eating them from not man-made sources that are going to destroy your health. And so the core plan is really that it's the core of our nutrition. That brings us to, to fitness. What do we do for fitness? You don't have to be in the gym an hour a day. Every day. You don't have to be in the right. gym an hour a day, three days a week. Right, right. We, we recommend people working out between 12 to 15 minutes a day. Right. And if right. you don't have 12 to 15 minutes a day, you, you have an ish, another issue, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is you either, yeah. you're either, your schedule needs some work on it or um, you got too much stuff going on and you need, to, you need to reevaluate what you're doing. If you don't have 12 to 15 minutes a day, and right. we always recommend it being first thing in the morning. And the reason we recommend it being first thing in the morning is because 
it it doesn't take energy to work out. Working out creates energy. Yes. When you're doing it in the right way, it's, it actually energizes you for the rest of the day. So we recommend get up. First thing you do, you know, you can go to the restroom first if you want, but then boom, hitting hitting a max T3 workout. Max T3 is the program we use. Uh, it's time, type, and tempo. So it's basically um, like high-intensity interval training. Um, or burst or surge training. Right. It's 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. You do it for 12 to 15 minutes, and it's just an amazing fitness regimen. It um, takes 12 to 15 minutes, and that's it. So those two, just diet and exercise, I think everyone knows those two are things King that like, you have to right. have those staples. Yeah, absolutely. The other anchor for us is getting adjusted, getting chiropractic care. It always blows me away that people brush their teeth but don't take care of their spine. Yeah, and I think that there's just a lack of education on that piece of it. At that Tony Robbins seminar, there's these two uh, gentlemen. They were Asian gentlemen. They were really cool. I was talking to them in line. They just started up a company, and they said, "What do you do?" And I said, "I, I, I teach people how to be live and be well, uh, and I'm also a chiropractor." And they said, "Really, chiropractic? Um, I've never been." They said, "I've never really had any pain." Um, I said, "That's interesting." I said, um, "That's like only brushing your teeth when they're falling out." Right. And the guy right. looked at me for a second and he said, he, he was like totally taken back. And this guy's probably in his 50s. And he said, you know, I brush my teeth every day. I've never taken care of my spine. Right. And I said, you look like you take care of your body. You look like you're in good shape. You look like you eat well. He said, yeah, my son and I for the last few years have been working on this. He said, well, who do I go see now? <laughs> what chiropractor do I see? Because it was that profound to him that like. I brush my teeth every day. I don't even know what my spine looks like. I don't right. know how healthy it is. Does it have degeneration? Is it moving well, not moving well? Right, and, right. And, and he didn't realize you can have spinal problems and not, and not have pain. In fact, most spinal problems don't have pain until it'd be like having a cavity. You don't know on the day the cavity starts developing. You know once that cavity is damaging the nerve. Right, And right. so most people don't even know they have a cavity until it's too late, let alone a subluxation of their spine until it's too late. Right. They right. just think if I, if I feel good, because we've been told by the drug companies for so long, if you, if you don't feel bad, you don't feel bad, you're healthy. Right. If you guys want to work with us, the best way to do that is get in touch with us. Um, 513-777-7575. Also, um, you can get in touch with us at www.alignhealthcenter.com. Uh, another way is going on iTunes and listening to previous podcasts. What yeah. are some of your favorites? Um, oh, we've had some good ones. I, you know, I, I love the very go back in the archives and go to the very first one. It just lays the foundation. If if you still have some questions, if you're thinking about chiropractic and you're like, what is, okay, I I eat healthy, I exercise, like I understand that that these things are 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 huge indicators of my health. What is chiropractic? Well, what is the my title spine? Of the episode. It's the greatest principle I know. The greatest principle I know. And it's we named it that because right. literally it's it's our main anchor right. in our life. It's right. the greatest principle we know is the principle of chiropractic and where healing comes from. That it comes from above, down, inside out. And your nervous system is the system that communicates health throughout your entire body. I think the beautiful thing about this, too, is that we have an opportunity to go into a very deep dive in this. You are going to be speaking at the end of October, October 26th, and we're, it's, it'll be that Saturday morning from 9 to noon, and this is a very extremely deep dive into all the things that we're talking about. So go to Dr. Ryan Live and check out that event. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.